cabinet reshuffle, South Africa's disappearing middle class, and Madupi finally finished. This week's Free Marketeers News is next. Here with the news highlights for the week ending 6 August 2021. We start off with the cabinet reshuffle announced yesterday evening by President Ramaphosa. When he came into office in 2018, President Ramaphosa promised a leaner, meaner cabinet of greater effectiveness. But by splitting off water and sanitation from human settlements, he has grown his cabinet from 28 to 29 portfolios, while the presidency is getting larger and more powerful. The deputy minister's layer of bureaucracy is growing as well. It is now at 33 members, up from 32. In terms of specific highlights and changes in the cabinet reshuffle, Enoch Godongwana has been appointed finance minister. He is a seasoned leader of the ANC's Economic Transformation Committee and is well known in big business circles. He is also a former trade unionist. He is less fiscally conscientious than Minister Mbuweni, former Minister Mbuweni, has been, relatively speaking, which might be bad news for South Africa's debt levels, but good news for those who want to argue in favor of a basic income grant and other redistributive measures to boost the economy. While Becky Kele has survived as police minister, uh, he, the president also made other deep changes to the national security portfolios. The other two security ministers are out. Former Defense Minister Nosiviwe Mapisa Nakula has been fired after botching the response to July's rioting and looting mayhem. President Ramaphosa has taken responsibility for state security into his cabinet and appointed longtime confidant and comrade Sidney Mufamadi as national security advisor. Zizi Kordwa will move to the union buildings as deputy state security minister in the presidency. To complete the strengthening of the presidency, President Ramaphosa appointed his supporter Mondli Gungubele into the strategic role of minister in the presidency to replace Jackson Mtembu, who unfortunately passed away to COVID-19 in 2020. After many years as deputy, Joe Pachla has stepped up into the shoes of departed health minister William Kize. The acting health and tourism minister, Mamaloko Kubai, has been promoted as human settlement minister. And the former human settlement water and sanitation minister, Lindiwe Sisulu, has been moved to tourism. Before yesterday's announcement, it became apparent that former minister William Kize had, tended, had resigned before the, the reshuffle announcement. Moving on to our next item, South Africa's middle class is steadily but surely disappearing. Data published at the end of, end of 2020 by the University of Cape Town Liberty Institute shows that South Africa's shrinking middle class has been years in the making, declining from 6,1 million to 2,7 million individuals between 2017 and June 2020, translating to a 55.73% reduction. On the other end of the spectrum, the number of ultra-poor individuals earning below minimum, minimum wage increased by 6.6 .6 million individuals, 54%. Uh, Madupi Power Station is finally finished, but it is 154, rand, 154 billion rand over budget. ESCOM announced that Madupi Power Station, that the last of the six generation units, has attained commercial operation status and was handed over to the power utilities generation division. The capital cost of the project is 122 billion rand so far. ESCOM expects to spend no more than 135 billion on completing the plant. 
However, energy expert Chris Yelland said in 2019 that the cost to completion estimate for Madupi was $234 billion when factoring in flue gas desulfurization and capitalized interest during construction. Based on this estimate, the Madupi project is, will overrun its initial 80 billion rand budget by 154 billion rand. Stated differently, Madupi will cost the South African taxpayer almost three times what it was originally budgeted to. Moving on to our next item, foreign investment into South Africa tanked in 2020. Foreign direct investment in South Africa fell by 39% to $3.1 billion in 2020, according to the latest data from the United Nations Conference on Trade and Development, a situation unlikely to improve this year following the damage done by recent social unrest, revealing yet another crack in President Ramaphosa's great plan to resuscitate the ailing economy. Data from the Reserve Bank in June showed foreign direct investment inflows slipped to 6.1 billion rand in the first quarter of 2021. For the whole of last year, FDI inflows were at 51.1 billion, down from 74 billion in 2019. In the past decade, South Africa has struggled to attract foreign investments due to increasing political and policy uncertainty, as well as weak growth. Meltdown at the South African Post Office. This is the same post office that wants to uh, ban anyone else from transporting parcels under one kilogram. The South African Post Office is experiencing a meltdown with branches unable to serve clients, service providers not being paid, and mass branch shutdowns. In April this year, Auditor General Takani Maluleke revealed that the South African Post Office is commercially insolvent. Uh, Maluleke said that over the 2019-2020 financial year, the post office incurred losses of over 1.7 billion rand, while its liabilities exceeded its assets by 1.5 billion. Finally, the petrol price increase, as I'm sure many of you are feeling it in your pockets this week, the petrol price increased on Wednesday. Now, interestingly, the, the fuel price, a lot of people point to the rise of crude, the rise in the price of crude oil as contributing to the rise of the petrol price. And while that's true, one shouldn't discount the effect of government taxes on the petrol price. So in, in reality, the petrol price reflects the fact that the government has been steadily ratcheting up taxes on every liter of fuel to plug the hole in the fiscus and stem the bleeding in the road accident fund. Of the 18,3 uh, rands per liter price, 34% or 6 rand 26 cents is tax. Three rand and 93 cents goes into the government's coffers as part of the fuel levy, and tw two rand and 18 cents go to the road accident fund. Put it another way, if you pay 900 rand for a tank of petrol, 306 rand goes to the government. On that note, we will end. I hope all of you have a great weekend. Uh, take care out there. We'll talk to you all again very soon. Bye-bye.